This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, 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 folks, and welcome to Twinovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, conscripts, hustles, any way you're making that money, we're here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my lovely little twin brother, El Jefe the Chef, a tugboat Rosenberg. And to my immediate right, she is Queen Anna Merida Nicholas Jr. <laughs> hey. Can women be juniors? Yes. <laughs> of course. Can they? Of course you junior. could be a junior. Uh, I think traditionally women are not juniors because, uh, you know, our mother actually has the same name as her mother. We should start calling Patty I think that, PJ. Wait, I think that does exist, right? Like, There's got like, you know, some, yeah, someone named after their mom would could be junior included well sound off on the twinovation pod um social media we'd love to hear your hot take on the juniors is it a it's- past patriarchy model only pushed to the boys of yesteryear or is this something that women can sort of uh, Dave, own? do you want to share the uh, exciting news that that we got did we share that on the last episode i'm not sure jeff i'll let you take over because i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> Well, uh, I'm talking about the spike that we saw in viewership. Oh, of course. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Uh, thank you, Spotify, for that, putting us on your laugh out loud playlist. Yes. Uh, just when you thought we were down Shout and out, out to Spotify. And shout out to Spotify. Um, we are, we. Uh, What's the opposite of an oink out? An oink out. A chow down? Uh, a chow down. A ch- no, not an oink out. A chow down? Show that love yeah. to Spotify. We'll retweet it or share what if it's it. It's a big ups. Big ups. Big ups to Spotify. <laughs> voice. Guys, for any of you new Spotify listeners out there, this show is not only about them big ups, it's about <laughs> having ideas, inventions, schemes, dreams, apps, cons, scripts, <laughs> hustles. Uh, we try and make that money uh, essentially by pitching you Shark Tank-esque ideas. Uh, a little bit mm. um, more thought goes behind them. There's a, a couple layers to the business model versus your um, Shark Tank uh, 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 hippies trying to pitch their, uh, you know, hippie hippie ideas. <laughs> oh, God, uh, this David. is for business people. Um, <laughs> and what we do is we do business shit. David, okay? you look like a real business boy today. Yes, you really do. I, he's, he's for the viewers out there. Dave is wearing what can I only imagine is a old navy sweater. Not that old navy, Jeff. Actually, J Crew two. Um, Very nice. Is it soft? Are we talking about their bankruptcy bottom wool? clearance deals? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he's wearing a uh, polo shirt underneath, and he actually has a new facial hair as well. He's rocking um, kind of a hybrid goatee slash uh, what? What you call it there? That's all. What do you call that? Patch. Little, a soul demon's patch. patch. And we call it the demon's <laughs> river. 
<laughs> Davy's demon. Devil's bond. The devil's bond, indeed. <laughs> uh, guys, this is fantastic. Uh, we're always really a positive place to we'll share your ideas. We'll post a picture ideas. of this on the on the socials. Yes, I already posted a picture on my current Instagram. If you don't follow it, of your facial uh, hair, my facial hair. You don't need to follow it, but I do post the hottest uh, content for <laughs> tweens. Uh, something a lot of people like. Uh, and I don't mean to jump the gun here, but I'm so excited about my idea. Oh my God, do you guys smell that? Beef of the Week is uh, the segment of our show where we like to uh, not chow down with our enemies. We like to chew them up and spit them out. Uh, of course, this, this is the part where we like to air out our grievances about society as a whole, um, our issues with friends, family, fans, each other. Uh, I open the floor. Jeffrey, Anna, Dave, um, got anything out there that's sort of uh, burning your brisket, say, mm. that's to say? Mm. <laughs> well, I don't have issues with fans anymore because I have retired from Reddit and I will not go on Reddit anymore. And all my interactions with fans on Instagram and everywhere else are very pleasant. Interesting. Uh, What's going on on the Reddit? I have not been recently. If you can give a little synopsis. Uh, be- it's just like people troll us and say negative shit, which I mean, I guess, yeah, technically say whatever you want. But we're like a tiny podcast and we're just doing this like we're doing this during quarantine. We're doing it for fun. It's like, why? I don't know what podcast you're calling tiny. Why take the time <laughs> to go shit on someone else's like creative project? Like you have a negative opinion. You don't like it why do you need to share it like they know we well yeah i hear you on that but at the very least they're still listening to the show no don't listen if you're one of these people that i'm talking about stop listening like we don't need you (laughs) we're on spotify now baby we don't need you okay (laughs) well baby baby still wants you so stick around if you want some milk out of my teeth What um, about you guys? What, what about me? Uh, you know, I've been walking. I've been hiking no, a lot. No, you have not. Yeah, I, I actually sneak out when you're upstairs <laughs> doing whatever it is you do. What do you mean? Uh, We've been playing video games together. Yes, but there's 24 hours in a day. Mark, what type of games are you guys playing? Well, we just downloaded the new Streets of Rage 4. It's so good. What's, what's that all about? Is that like a uh, kind of like a... Uh, uh, what's the game? It's uh, a Street Fighter game. Vice it's, City. Uh, oh, Street Fighter. It's really good, though. Yeah, um, you're kind of playing it through so it's like Mortal Kombat one on one. No, not even. You're with like two, three, or four people. So it's more like those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. Yeah, Dave and I are a fucking crew, street crew. We are a street crew. Is it real people you're playing with or not? No, no. That you, would be you sick. Can, I think we actually can do well, that. Well, you can play online with other people, and you're fighting the enemies. Download it, Jeff, so we can all play. That sounds pretty cool. Dave, are you still playing that uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Yes, uh, and I've just heard that uh, you can also somehow play between systems. So, uh, A Jeff, campaign? Yeah, no, I think the the uh, Warzone type of game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's isn't that what people are doing? What are you doing? Yeah, but I, I guess um, 
Xboxes can play with PS4s and PCs, so that's something I'm interested in checking out just to bring uh, Bulio Bulio on board with his PS4. I like that. He's not really a fighter game guy, but it's worth a shot. It definitely is worth a shot. Um, You screamed in your sleep last night. I have been screaming in my (laughs) sleep a little bit. Uh, So now it's not just me that's uh, being haunted in the night. It's contagious, (laughs) apparently. Uh, What's he screaming? What time are we talking here? Because he goes to bed at what, 3, 4 a.m. still or not? Last night you went normal time, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So this is like 3 a.m. Suddenly just like, ah. And then obviously that's really scary (laughs) for me who's like finally. Can you shine any light on that, Dave? Uh, no, I can't. Um, <laughs> perhaps in a future episode, I'll be able to remember. But I, I do remember enjoying my dreams, waking up happy. <laughs> and so that's as much as I can say about that. Even after the night terror? I think it was a night joy, to be honest You're with you. You are screaming out of joy? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like that. Now, Anna, is Dave uh, still grinding his teeth at night? Oh, the, like, I think the nation just, would I don't like think to know. Not- grinding it's like clacking he like clacks his teeth like a skeleton yeah Yeah, Dave that's not good for the enamel yeah it's uh it's turned out to be something I should have fixed 10 years ago you do that too right I do so which is why I brought it up because I started wearing my mouth guard oh a good way to choke in your sleep. No, David, it's a good thing. And actually, I do every now and then. I do gag from it, <laughs> and I'll I'll just wake up. That so- <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Um, any more beefs out there? Because uh, if not, I'd love to get to the first pitch of the pod. No, I've, got, I've got a quick little beef, and it's it's with the the daily news. I haven't really been watching the news, and then you know it came on after we were watching Ellen today, seeing what she was up to. Ellen, okay. Ellen, she's gonna brush through the fire as of late. Apparently, Ellen is one bad lady. Well, those rumors have been circulating for a while now, I Dude, think. Dude, if you uh, want to read rumors about Ellen DeGeneres, look at Quora. Quora. Like real people giving their stories about Ellen DeGeneres. Granted, some of them obviously might be fake, but you know. why? Actually, fellow HeadGum and, and podcaster we're, we're actually gonna, Kevin Porter. Yeah, say uh, Dave, sorry. Uh, yes. Recent HeadGum podcaster Kevin Porter. It's actually a, a former colleague at Funnier Die as well. Um, yeah, had a tweet that blew up asking people to send their Ellen stories. Um, yeah, I saw that, that. There was like tens of thousands of people. So I, I, I imagine tens he has, of thousands of people. Yeah. So well, at least it was retweeted by that many people. Uh, right. Right. Oh. Um, and so and I think, maybe we'll actually maybe uh, Anna maybe you know if we want to talk about the newsletter and the next issue is coming out very soon maybe <laughs> we can do like we can do like a rumor blog type Wait, of the deal. Next issue. There's already been one issue. Yes, sir. It was the inaugural issue uh, maybe a month ago. I've still never seen it, Dave. Actually, we released it on April Fool's. Oh, okay. Well, yes, I I would love to see the first uh, issue and I would love to partner uh, on the second. I would love to. We should definitely do a gossip an area and that actually reminds me a gossip column do we have time for one more like beef inspired thing david or do you really just want to get to that pitch that you have no the stage is set please now that we're talking about this uh this whole thing this rumor uh thing actually gets me thinking about this post that i happened to see i was telling you about this the other day david uh, about anna wintour Yes. Yes. So uh, much like friend of the family, much like Ellen DeGeneres, (laughs) uh, you know, Anna Wintour is another uh, famous woman who's rumored to 
to be extremely evil. Which, That's like her thing, though, right? The which, devil right. wears Prada. Devil wears Prada. Exactly. Yeah, of like I find that to be so humorous because it's like it's not like she's a world leader, or you know what I mean. Like you expect, In some like sense. she's she's dressed world leaders. She's a business person. She's like a magazine editor, and she's famous, like and known for being the evil. magazine editor. So um, Andre Leon Talley, who used to you know work with her, be her partner um, at Vogue, wrote this whole book that's partially about her and how uh, evil and mean she is. And a fashion designer, this guy Ralph Rucci, wrote this absolutely gorgeous uh, little paragraph in support of in support of him. And I wanted to read it because I think it's like if there's anything that personifies like beef. This is beef. Like this is like a biblical. It personifies who? Beef. Like no, but it but it personifies uh, like uh, which person are we talking about here? Well, I'm about to read this post, and it's just like this guy. Not only does he have beef with Anna Wintour, like he makes this post that talks about her as if she's like an evil queen that he just killed, like that's been torturing a village for decades. And he used to work for her, right? He, no, he's said? a fashion designer. So yeah, like worked with her at Vogue, right? Gotcha, gotcha. So this other guy wrote a book about her, and this is a guy saying his, his something in support of that book, right? Right. D- David, do you want to read it? No, I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> now you do Legally. realize that a door locked for years out of fear of retribution for truth has been opened wide. My dear friend and man of such vision, intelligence, and hurt has spoken forth regarding the British woman who works at Vogue. I'm proud of him for taking this step because there has been so much personal evil and destruction, and now perhaps others will feel safe to speak. Last night, he asked when I will find my space of strength and my tell-all. I told him and you that I will. Now he must take center stage. I've been working on all of the evil memories, and we have emailed and photographed proof along with many, many people who came forth and spoken. And I will write about what I had to contend with concerning this very, very meaningless person who deeply knew that she had no substance to exist in the realms of Snow, Vreeland, Mirabella, Orton, Weir. And thus she had to iceberg herself to float through the sea and destroy, not help, our metier. It's finished. The recalibration of life, perspective, and the essence, which is the need and destination of love, will now lift this disease. Oh, she did not act alone. She had a diabolical man who assisted in the satanic plan. <laughs> oh, your husband, right? It's probably Carl Lagerfeld. Is that like uh, a VP of Vogue or something no, like that? No, he or? was like the head designer at Chanel and he died. And so I, I and that he was like her main another person that was like a main partner of hers. So I, well, feel- I mean, she's, 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 you know, get it, getting on there in years. That's for sure. But like, she's going to see this. Like, can you believe that? Like yeah, hitting she- an old woman when she's down, <laughs> that the, the makes woman her- built an empire. Real. No shame. That no shame. makes her sound like she has powers. She does have powers. Um, and guys, that's just a little taste of what you're going to get from the, the gossip column over on the <laughs> newsletter. I love that. And I've, I was going to mention something from the local news. I'm going to save it because it was kind of a, a, a silly annoyance, a bit of a downer, and it was relating to the pandemic, and I don't really want to get into it. <laughs> Next. Next. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, oh, 
thank you for that Corona Extra beer. This episode, of course, sponsored by Corona Extra. <laughs> Find your beach. Um, <laughs> guys, let's get to the meat and potatoes of the podcast. It's time for us to all uh, pitch our uh, ideas, schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, conscripts, hustles. Uh, first up in the pig pen, he's uh, the baby with uh, a belly, and he's our number one badger. He's Dave Rosenberg. Folks, allow me to pose a question. Please Please do. do. What's something you tend to miss when you're inside that you may not realize you get from the outside world? Sun. Uh, fresh, fresh air. Oh, interesting. Well, to be honest. Interactions with humans. True. Well, to be honest, you can uh, almost replicate everything from nature. You could have your indoor plants, trees, your paintings of mountains. Where you could have nature noises playing from an infinite list of sources and speakers, all right? <laughs> but there's something that we can't replicate in nature until now. Oh, ooh. Allow me well, to introduce... Do we get a guess? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I already um, guessed the sun. You did guess the sun. Yeah. Um, fear, maybe? Fear, like, like a, a, a... Of like a wild animal attacking you? No. Uh, you're actually closer on your first guess uh, up on the original question. So allow me to introduce you to my brand new product, Gusto. Gusto is a once-in-a-lifetime type of product that breezes through your dreams and blows away your nightmares. So what is Gusto, you may be asking yourself. Well, Gusto is a proprietary fan using proprietary algorithmic tech that allows the fan unit to gust any type of wind and more importantly at any type of temperature between 40 degrees and 100 degrees fahrenheit so you can literally take mother nature's breath away so you can go from <laughs> let's say 52 degrees uh, on a brisk winter gust all the way to 97 degrees with the wind whipping through your hair at the turn of a dial Finally, we have a product that allows you to really become the home goddess you've always dreamed of being. For talking smart homes, you can't leave Gusto out of the conversation. Because once There's you turn a, the sorry to interrupt, Dave. There's a car is going by. It looks like it's someone's sweet sixteen here. Nice. Let's get a shout yeah. out to the sweet sixteen lady out there. The boys don't <laughs> get got, those. We got yellow or we have uh, pink and white balloons and a big uh ribbon, a pink ribbon coming out of on the top of cars going down my street. So it's like a convoy? Oh, cool. They Someone just shot a, a confetti like bomb. Oh, that uh, is cool. That's very awesome. <laughs> you know, I would be so like, oh, I guess whatever people want to say. Is it still them. going, Jeff? Yeah. it's And now they're out the sunroof. Uh, yeah, they're having a ball. It's one car or multiple cars? No, it's it's like a it's like a parade, you know, like a. a Are a people convoy. on foot? Uh, no, just in cars because it's kind of cold and a little rainy out, you know? That's fantastic. Well, I hope she can be our first Gusto customer. Unfortunately, <laughs> you have to be 18 years or older to buy our product. So when you're oh, sweet 18... That's so much litter. Sorry, go on. No, of course, Jeff. Um, so that's basically what we're talking about. Uh, Gusto retails for $124.99. Uh, I know I didn't go too deep into it, but essentially it's a fan that can, <laughs> uh, you know, blow basically it can replicate wind and not only can it replicate wind it can also change its temperature 
Because we all know wind has a temperature to it, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, environmental. <laughs> <science>. <laughs> well, Davey, um, is that it? Do you open the floor to questions? The, the floor has been open and it will continue to be open to questions. Um, okay. So, like, what differentiates your Gusto product from, like, one of those tall tower, like, standing air conditioned things that uh, will blow out cold air or warm air? Well, this is going to be uh, a lot more nimble, flexible. You can easily move it from room to room. Uh, these units. This air t- conditioner size thing, though, you can move from room to room. Uh, no, I yeah. think that's well, a question. Yeah, for it's you. like uh, you've seen. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like it's like uh, you know, it looks like the lean-in tower of Pisa, but it's not leaning, and it's an air conditioner. Yeah, kind of like uh, how they have those um, uh, air purifiers. What are they called? The big towers that all the... A humidifier? No, it's like a specific brand. Um, Miles Uh, has one. It's like the tower and you can like, you have Bluetooth control and it shows you like the air quality in your house. Oh, and And it's a fan? And that also, that's a fan too? It's a, uh, yes. Uh, Yes. It's an air conditioner. No, it's a... It's no, 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 it's not. It's like I'm sucking sorry, stuff a, in. Is a, it a dehumidifier? It's a, it, it like swivels and it blows air out, but it's really, it blows air out because it's filtering air in to like clean, clean the air in the household. Uh, and you can control temperature on that or not? No, no. Oh. Good to know. But you can, but you can move it around. Of course. Of oh. course. That sounds pretty nifty, but that just sounds like. A dehumidifier of sorts, but I guess it's also doing some type of air circulation as well, which is what all fans do, um, air circulation. But uh, to me, <laughs> what we're doing is we're changing up the gust of that wind, all right? How, though, David? How? It's just different <laughs> levers of power and speed and direction. <laughs> but an know? air conditioner has those things too, David, and I don't no, want to No, an air conditioner doesn't idea. have I, that. I, I support air you. Conditioner. Yeah. What's the difference yeah. between this and an air conditioner? Yeah, you really fail to sentence. tell me. Well, the air conditioner doesn't get hot for starters uh, eh, on a cold they do. day. They have a heat function. They uh, have a heat function. Uh, additionally, an air conditioner... Uh, yeah, they have like the, the uh, you know, like the radiator or the yeah heat and the cool and the same thing. It's probably what you guys have in your apartment. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's. But you're not getting those gusts. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I hear you. And so I, hear that, that, I actually do understand what you're saying. I actually think it's a brilliant idea. If I can give you two seconds of my time here, Dave. Thank you. Um, I th- I think what you want to do is you're taking an existing uh, heat cooling unit. And I think you're adding a more powerful fan to it so you can get that breeze quality mm-hmm. and you can change the temperature as you see fit. I don't think it's like a mobile thing because I think it needs to be by a window. Uh, we've had a couple of conversations and, and, you know, since then I started working in the HVAC industry a little bit. Of course, and that's going to uh, be um, heating um What's the, right? There's a reason the you can't have like an air conditioner that's you know not taking uh, moisture out of uh, the air. Heating well, ventilation. Actually, no, actually, there is though. There is because I watched a video the other day on YouTube about like m- making a small air conditioner inside a uh, uh, like a cosplay suit. You know. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like an interesting video. Maybe you can embed little, it in the newsletter. They come with little fans, like so. Yeah, you could like <laughs> it. Um, wait, 
I what if you could set a temperature on the gusto that makes it like a rolling temperature like suddenly one moment the breeze is warm but then like a minute well, I'm, later I'm, the I'm breeze happy you is got cold. to that because because it is a, a smart gusto um <laughs> you're able to use an app to either change the temperature or put the temperature on some type of type of rotating um range so almost like a if i can interject again dave um like a microwave that has uh, settings for like popcorn or, or reheat yes. pizza or something like that. Or those can, smart have, lights. Can you have those? You can have a, well, and hold on. You can have a dial here that right. goes to like Caribbean breeze mm-hmm. or like, you know, uh, top of Everest. Of course. And, you know, stuff like that. I'd like to hear some more uh, that I can. We only have the beach into. breeze. Um, obviously, we like to have some type of glacier breeze that's going to be a little bit frosty. Uh, that's why when we get down to those lower 40 temperatures, you're going to definitely uh, feel the breeze and maybe not in a good way unless, you know, you're in the tropics, in which case we want you to have that glacier breeze just just the same way. If you're living up in Canada, we want you to have that beach breeze. Right. You're going to be sweating in Maine. Yeah, I like this, I David. I like it. I love the breeze. I love a good breeze, and I know you do too. And I think we could really enjoy this product together, David. Yeah, um, and it's not necessarily a couple's um, <laughs> idea because we would prefer if each person bought their own unit. All right, um, we don't want you to be doubling up. Why can't up. we sit together on a bench and enjoy the same yeah, breeze? And, and you can bring it outside, like uh, which is another great thing. A you know, in bench, Central Park in bench. February, you could have one of these things blowing hot air on you. No, a lot. You. We've actually seen a lot of people use these for photo shoots, believe it or not, which is um, a revenue sector that well, we, that's interesting, we didn't now, predict. Really interesting now you're talking. Because, because, because now you can have a photo shoot in the dead of winter and you have a couple of these things around, you know, some scantily clad men, uh, yeah, you know, I'm happy you went there. building commercial. Uh, yeah. And of course, in, the fans going to allow in January, allow those air waves to blow every which way. Yeah, it's much better uh, than a heat lamp. It is. It really is. Yeah, I think heat lamps and are kind you of. You can actually overrated. get a sunburn from that heat lamp. I believe it or not. Can you really? It just doesn't. This this the air moves with this. The air comes to you with this. You don't have to come to it like with the heat lamp. Right. This is all true. It's almost like a it's it's a it's a humidifier, a dehumidifier, an air conditioner, and a heater all in one is what it is. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're correct, Jeffrey. Uh, and using that algorithmic tech, we're allowed to really uh, randomize those gust sequences. So you're never gonna feel the we'd like to say you're never gonna feel the same gust twice twice (laughs) (laughs) it will blow you away yeah it will blow you away very good cheers uh i'm ready to send it around if you are i've been ready boy no i've been Uh, ready it's honestly uh one of your finer ideas to date uh even i believe i said the same thing last week actually yeah you did uh, uh, and people uh, agree. A lot of people on uh, Instagram and Reddit actually agreed, and the Discord as well. I thought you said you, you haven't gone on Reddit. Uh, well, I do get the newsletter. <laughs> well, and and Dave, no, I think you're outdoing last week's idea, which I now forget, but it's mm-hmm. because Gusto took my breath away. Of course, uh, thank you, Jeff, for those sentiments, Hannah. 
Well, David, I also am in, and I uh, can't wait, like I said, uh, to uh, sit side by side with you and enjoy this as a couple with you. Uh, yes, as a couple, but you also might want one downstairs and upstairs, so we ask all families to yeah. buy at least two. I think I'm good just sharing yours. Fair enough. Uh, clap it out <laughs> for me. Uh, next up, I'm really excited to know, uh, introduce this guy. I've known him for such a long time. He's a good guy, and he's got a good heart and good ideas. He's Jeff Rosenberg. <laughs> what are you tugging today, brother? Uh, I'd like to ask you this question above all questions, Dave. Who is the most hurt by this pandemic? And no, it's not another pandemic-related idea. Uh, it's more of a scheme related to the pandemic, okay? So uh, uh, disenfranchised people. Who are we thinking here? Um disenfranchised or are we talking money or are we talking uh we're talking money yeah we're talking income so poor people i would say poor yeah. people but more specifically criminals right because um you know people aren't walking around the streets it may be hard to mug someone right it's hard to you know i hear uh, crime is down a lot everywhere i which thought it makes was actually sense. up somehow crime is up well different depends what channel you're watching to be honest yeah that's true so uh, what I have here is, you know, opportunity. For You're people, an opportunist. Right? Mm. And, and you know, right now the government is printing money. They're handing money out. Uh, people have insurance. Obviously, you know, you rob a store. Uh, say you rob like uh, J. Crew. You know, they have insurance out on that. So you steal $30,000 worth of merchandise, you know, like they, they, they'll get refunded on it. Yeah, right? someone that's working there is and taking those losses, you know? Unless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a mom and pop shop, you know? So, yeah. and these stores are closed right now, right? And well, Jay sure they have security cameras um, and, and cops, you know, still respond to security, obviously, uh, you know, not just... Not just EMTs and and you know what what have you. Um, and I, I'm rambling now a little bit, Dave. But what I'm really trying to say is is people like me who worked that task rabbit life, that gig economy lifestyle. You know, we're the gag we're economy. That. We're almost part of that criminal underworld where you know of 1099s, small jobs for fast cash. Oh yeah, you know? I know it well. We do know it well. So. So small jobs for fast cash. I'm thinking to myself, hey, they probably haven't shut down something like TaskRabbit. Maybe I can, uh, you know, pick a destination, call it, call it uh, D Crew, right? And, and D Crew um, is in a, uh, you know, the street isn't well lit, but they got product, and you know, they probably got cash there too. Uh, if they haven't been taking care of business, what I do is I hire. Uh, three different people off of uh, a task rabbit type of site, uh, Craigslist, what have you. I'm paying uh, cash Ven or Venmo, you know, right away in their bank account. I'm giving them between two and four hundred dollars per job, right? So, say the job is let's forget D Crew because that's apparel. Let's talk about a uh, a construction site, right? A construction site. They've they've halted a lot of construction. Uh, and even though you'll have like a chain link fence, you'll see a lot of uh, good wood, uh, bricks, stone, stuff that honestly is worth money, right? You know, uh, fiber optic cable even, you know? Yeah, uh, for scrap the metal. Hi hi yeah, yeah, scrap. you got scrap, but it's, 
it's uh, you know uh, that's that copper pipe in that's uh, you know worth flip money if you will right yeah so what we do is uh, so we hire a first guy he breaks the lock second guy and third guy uh both carry and the fourth guy <laughs> is a driver right mm-hmm. so i'm paying eight hundred dollars total uh they go to a location you know and it, they don't know they're committing a crime i'd like to say that right now mm. so the the first what do guy they think they're break, doing they think stuff. they're you know working for you know i tell them that i'm I'm the developer or what, whatever, you know, the, and my name is on the front on a sign. Oh, okay, okay. But you're cutting the lock? We're breaking the lock. Maybe <laughs> I even go and break the lock. Ahead of and time? Then, uh, yeah, ahead okay. of time just to, like, take out the rent. Or, you know, for the right price, someone's going to break a lock, you know? Sure. And then, and then their job is done. I say, hey, $400, get rid of this lock. You're done money in your account you know and then my three guys pull up 20 minutes later and the the lock's not there they think it's a regular business matter right Mm -hmm. they're not you know there's no chain on the door there's no security guard right um if there is if there was we would not uh you know approach this type of spot could you pay someone on the the app to uh, to physically harm people I see what you're getting at, Dave. Uh, this is a strictly a, a, a cash game. We don't want to hurt anyone. Wait, but I have a question. Why does it have to be done on TaskRabbit? Why can't you just like hire TaskRabbit esque? Hire a gang and do it with, offline. Ooh, um, like a well, because I like I like to, I want to look at the reviews. Number one, and there's no great way to, to find a gang or interact with a gang or know their sure. prices. Well, and and I'm I'm making a, I don't want them to know each other, which is a big part, you know. Right. Okay. If there's ten yeah, different jobs to do, you want ten different people, so they don't know all know the full job. They only know ten percent of the job. Okay. Right. So it's so a- the guy the guy that cuts the security after he cuts the security, the guy behind him blasts him, you know. Well that's yeah, you, that's like just the, Batman. The dark, I was gonna say it's like <laughs> a dark night arises. I shoot the bus driver. Well who's supposed <laughs> to kill me? So, I mean that's the scheme, that's the dream. A uh, bit of a misdemeanor for sure, but uh, let me know what you guys think. Jeff, I like the idea of the scheme. Uh, I like the idea of having uh, different people do different jobs so they don't know the overall plan or even if it's a crime. Uh, uh, You know, you're moving yourself away from uh, being on the ground level of the crime. If they do get caught, you know, you can uh, imagine. Of course, I'm I'm removed. You're removed. You have a a burner phone. But you're kind of like the godfather in this situation. This is like the definition of an organized crime. But but he can be the boss of the crime. And I take that as a compliment. (laughs) This this brings all the benefits of being a boss without the negatives of having, you know, your underlings snitch on you because they don't know who you are. But if they end up, let's say like one of them does get caught, like it would be pretty quick for like being like, well, I was hired on TaskRabbit to cut this well, lock. Well, it's not TaskRabbit. That's, it's, not, it's, that's not a great story, though, you know, like... Uh, a different type unlo- of TaskRabbit. Unless he can prove who I am, like, they're, these guys don't know jack shit. What do you have your name listed as on there? Uh, again, the <laughs> the proprietor, the developer, uh, is, is the fake, uh, you know, alias that I make on the online forums where I'm hiring people. Oh. Yeah, so he could be like uh, Chet Jefferson... 
Sure, Dave, and that's even a little too close to my actual name. Chet Jefferson. Oh, Jeff Jefferberg. Yeah. I like. To, I actually like Chet Jefferson. Now that I think about it, cool. How do, what about Chef Daniels? That's interesting. Chef Chef Daniels. No, just Chef Daniels. Chef yeah. Chet. Jeff the Chef Daniels. Like I said, <laughs> this is uh, Jeff. I think this is a great idea. Um, I think it might be more of a. Well, no, I think maybe you can bring this to other cities and other people. The thing is, how of do you? Of course, Dave. How it's do you market? Highly, highly scalable. How do you market an app without people knowing what it's really used for? So, how is the app being marketed versus what it what it's actually being used for? How do you attract? The, the head of MS-13 to use this app. I don't think it needs to be an app, right? It's like more like this Well, is that's interesting scheme. that you bring that up, though, Dave. On a go on. No, I was just saying that this is just like a scheme. It's an idea for anyone to organize this step-by-step uh, -step scheme. Like, they could use Craigslist. They could use, you know, TaskRabbit. But, like, you know, we're not supplying an app, are we? Oh, I, I right. see what you're well, saying. I'm not, well, yeah. that's what made me think here a little bit is is maybe the app is called Inside Guy, right? And what <laughs> Inside Guy is is someone obviously uh, a teller at the bank traditionally. Okay. Yeah, but you don't want them to know about the crime, though. Isn't that the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, like the FBI well, would find I'm, that I'm out. I'm pivoting quick, a little right? bit. I'm pivoting a little bit to the app <laughs> just so we can have. If we have an inside person, then we don't need to cut a lock. The lock is unlocked. You know, I agree with you. So just tell us where you work. You get your fast cash, a thousand dollars, uh, right <laughs> away. And all you have to do is not lock that lock. And then, like, right? one that, week that's fine. I think, you know, at 90% of businesses, I think all you need to do is find out the person that locks up at night, give them a little. I mean, to be honest, like, I have, I still have a key to a couple establishments in the oh, neighborhood no. from, from my yeah, I have keys to all my apartments. I, you know, I go and apartments, obviously, yeah, but like I have like a key to like a restaurant, like two or three restaurants. I think okay, there, like you, go. Key. there you go. It would take only one week for John Ham from the town to be like, oh, uh, do you have this like uh, app that is for organizing? Uh, well, obviously, drive? we fly we fly under the radar. Inside man, yeah, no, you can have the like, clerk had inside man on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we get a database of everyone who signed up for inside Man? yeah it's like is it on the apple store this would be great for our police department no, it's android only <laughs> <laughs> no one that even checks sense. the android app store it's unregulated yeah those people are already are they're already seedy. savages <laughs> it's, wild it's the wild wild west out there on google play oh <laughs> Boy. We have fun. Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you're sending it around the horn, but... I'm Unless you have any questions, really. Yeah. No, I, I think you're finding a, a way for the common person to be their own um, boss in their life. And if that means, you know, taking it upon themselves to enter the criminal underworld, then America is the place that you should do it because we're for freedom. Freedom to commit crime also means you have the freedom to pay for that crime. All right, so you know what you're getting into, uh, and you know what you're getting out of. I was actually, you're breaking up a little there, Dave. Uh, I hope I didn't cut you off. No, no, um, no, no. But I hate, hate the dead air. Um, <laughs> I, I was hoping you were, would bring up uh, what I'm doing with the merchandise, though, you know, uh, what, what have you, whether it's a construction site, which is 
predominantly what we're going after because you know your security is maybe like one guard uh on a hundred acre not hundred excuse me on a three acre four or five six seven acre property you know a city block uh, it's easily sneak in and do that type of work but you know, the flipping it is the hardest thing, right? Of course. Because you don't want to... Flipping and storing goods. it. That's why I think you just got to contact the people that lock up the the restaurants, the, the clothing stores, the dealerships. Yeah, give, what kind give, of cut are you offering them? You know, it, it's uh, on a... Well, it's, it's a flat fee, yeah. so... Well, it shouldn't be uh, flat, depending on the establishment, no? Well, we don't, the value of the product that they take is, is not associated. We don't want to deal with percentages. We want to deal with flat fees. And the most we pay is 1500 for a job. Whoa. I don't know, Jeff. I think the person that leaves the Renu Shack open versus the person that leaves the Tiffany's Jewelers store open deserves, <laughs> uh, you know, a, a more of a weighted scale than, than your $1,500 flat fee. I don't know. They got a lot of good it, stuff. You think Shack. more than that? Well, I think I it, think I think the worker that has to close up a shop probably doesn't make fifteen hundred a week, and so that's a nice p- piece of change there. Yeah, but I'm saying if you can steal, uh, you know, uh, five hundred thousand dollars worth of diamonds versus, uh, you know, sure, Dave. If you're getting into diamonds, yeah, but if you don't have a team of people to take. Uh, lumber from a lumber yard yeah uh, i hear you, know, you. i think there's way too different. much overhead with uh, the lumber uh, scenario that you painted well i'm just saying if you start giving people more money and they start asking more questions that's true you're not wrong about that um and I'm- and so just to tie this off here dave uh we do have a warehouse in the area that we bring all our product to um we do have what's the street address on that uh, not gonna tell you the street address, uh, but I think you'd like you'd like to know the name you. of the company. I almost is, got is, you. Is is uh, we're calling it Sack Labs East. Interesting. I would prefer a company like this not to have a name, yeah, but you know, if you want to record Labs it, sue, honestly. Well, well, it's a subsidiary of Sack Labs East, and and what we do is we also have a storefront where we can, you know, sell, we make the furniture in the back out of, you know, the stuff we steal. Dave, do you really want your laboratory that has been having nothing but a fine reputation for 40 years? Well, SAC SAC Labs West has been looking to sort of embark upon upon the East Coast, and there's no better man than I I want to handle that than Tugboat Rosenberg. (laughs) Did you guys hear about Elon Musk's son name? We we did, Jeff. Did you? I did not know. He named his son like C three PO or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> did he really? That's so. Yeah, funny. he named him like X alien letter A hyphen twelve. He just thinks he he thinks he's so cool. Yeah. I think he's cool, and he's such a turd. <laughs> Is he a turd? Yeah, yeah, he's like he's like a yeah. yeah any billionaire a turd, is a turd. A word. He could solve like hunger in this country in a solve in, hunger in a day. Yes, he could. It's not an invention issue. It's a logistics and a, a, a patriarchy power index. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Whatever. Guys, well, I'm ready to send her around the horn. Jeff, that's, that's kind of all I got there. Yeah, I think it's key. wonderful. I think it's woke. I think it's original. Uh, and I think it's something we can all get our hands and fists behind. Hell yeah. I love that, Dave. Thank you. 
I like it too, Jeff. Even though I noticed that you were often only addressing Dave uh, throughout your speech, I too. That's not true at all. That's not true at you, all. I you just mean to cut you off you, right there. You happen to say uh, uh, Dave's name a lot. I noticed, and it's, it's not. I'm not angry about it. I'm just uh, pointing it out, you know. But I, I am. I am used to saying Dave's name as he is my lifelong yes, twin brother yes, and yes. my lifelong partner. Yes, yes. I love that, Dave. Thank you. Kissies. Um, but I'm in. Uh, what was the idea again? It was the brilliant idea to. Oh, the scam. And to I have love the it. common man become uh, the boss. Yeah, I like it. Thanks. Thanks for listening, Dave. Of course. <laughs> Clap it out for Tugboat. <laughs> Next up in the pig pen, it's my muddy buddy, Anna. Anna, what do you got for us today? Dave! What's up? Muddy Buddy again? <laughs> no, you stick <laughs> with what correct, works. Dave. All right. I just think, you know, you do the kissies. You're so sweet with, you know, your little uh, brother. His twin here. brother. Your twin brother here. Of course. Yeah. That's my boy, Shark Tooth. I-, I would like, you know, a little like of, uh, you know, of a better intro than that, Dave. And then next up in the pig pen, she hails from Plymouth Rock, <laughs> and she's got the pebbles to put towards the pie. She's on a Merida <laughs> Nicholas. Oh, great. Thanks, Dave. That was so much better. Um, all right, guys. Allow me. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> nice, Dave. Thanks. Sick. Allow sick. me to pose a question. Please do. What's the worst part about trying to Eat at a party. You don't want people to hear you chewing, to see something in your teeth, to hear you swallowing. The whole thing is, you know, it's like sex. You don't need to, you don't want to watch other people doing it. Unless it's uh, porn, of course. uh, I I hate to ask you to repeat, but it chopped out there for a second. Uh, I was saying, what's the worst part about uh, trying to eat at a party? Oh, I see. Right. Uh, you know, getting queso on your beard, something like that. Yeah, that's definitely uh, one of the one of the things. There's actually lots of bad things about trying to eat at parties, ironically. It's a big reason why everybody wants to go to them, but it's just it's difficult. Do and you think people go to parties so they can eat? <laughs> some amount of people do. Versus drinking and socializing, I would say it would be drinking – Socializing and eating. Ew! You for one. you drinking would be number one for you above well, you, socializing. I, 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 well, you, you drink to. I so, would agree to lower the barrier to uh, uh, the, the conversations. No, you're and there then to socialize. Once you build liquid up courage, liquid courage, say. and then after you have a, a little bit of conversation, and everyone's about to leave, they bring out the Shake Shack burgers, Ooh. and now it's party time. <laughs> oh my god i miss shake shack so much oh and we'd love to well, hear we, more we, about we it we did go to that party did we bring this up on the podcast that uh our super producer nick rad had a uh a party that catered by shake shack and there was actually another uh podcaster there who who tested positive for uh who? COVID. what who i'm not gonna say on cast but it was like one more day than they said it was like I remember you know, the like day. The, right. So it was like eight days, like you show signs within whatever, four to five to eight days. It was like eight days before that. 
So it like was just out of the loop. So it, it was safe for us? Correct. I heard that from someone else there that someone else that I don't believe to be a podcaster had coronavirus there. So possibly like you two both know about two separate people that had at this party and neither of you told me. I told you, Dave, definitely. Speaking of that party, Jeff and I are uh, really in with a lot of celebs these days. So you can expect a lot of celebrity guests on this podcast in the future. (laughs) That's an interesting idea. Remember our convos with our main man? I think we did 100% talk about this on the pod. Yeah, perhaps. Everyone knows that it's Turtle from Entourage, (laughs) which is what makes it even sadder. How dare you? Um, I wasn't thinking of him, but how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I love him. I'm just kidding. Uh, Like he would talk to you. (laughs) He would if he would talk to you. Yeah, he would. Because I'm like cool and suave and six four. Because he'd talk about the Knicks like you know anything about him. I do know a little bit about the Knicks. You Uh, do have a real talent. Like you really are good at talking to people. You just will like walk up to anyone. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. Hey. Uh, yeah, so, after he has six blended whiskeys in him. Jeff, <laughs> uh, that's pretty hurtful. You know me. <laughs> you know I can't speak right after full. Um, guys, one of the worst parts about trying to, you know, have some snacks, some hors d'oeuvres, or even a meal while you're out uh, at a party or standing eating in any circumstance, but most of the reason why you'd be doing that would be at a party, is that it's hard to be holding like all you know all it of is. all of these things, especially if there's a plate involved. You know, yeah, like you can't really hold anything else in the hand that you're holding the plate, obviously, like because that's just a, like you know you try to put the phone underneath the plate. The plate's it's, all you can it's hold. It's a at recipe one time. for disaster, and uh, that's what uh, gave me the idea for my new product: hmm. the plate mm-hmm. glove. It's a rubber. I love this. It's a rubber plate that has a glove attached to the underside of it. The glove has a pocket that holds your cell phone, a credit card, uh, some some twenty dollar bills, and uh, you basically bring this a rubber plate to the party. It could even act as your entire purse, and you put all your foods on top of this plate. And you don't. You have your other hand free. You can put your hand on your hip and stand there with your plate. And you're and you. you well, your other, how's your other hand free? Well, it's free to use the fork to eat. Yeah. So why would you be holding? It a comes plate? with a fork or not? Yeah, yeah, it comes with a fork. It actually has a fork attached on a little. Um, you can attach it via a little pulley string so that the you know you can just let go of it. You don't have to worry like, about like a like a vacuum cord. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a, va- like a vacuum. And is that made out of rubber too? Yeah. Well, it's a made out of a plastic and rubber. Interesting. And so and is so- it bendable? Can you can you put it in your purse or your bag? Oh, it's very bendable. Actually, if you know you'd want to actually make it into a bowl, you can actually fold up the bend up the sides, Whoa. bend up the sides of the plate, and snap it in place, and you make your a uh, a uh, uh, a bowl a bowl glove. Does this well. look like That's... a like a, a kitchen glove, like a stove glove? Well, imagine a glove, a plastic glove, like a kitchen glove, but thicker than that, right? And you put it 
snugly on your hand on the outside of it there's a pocket that is like like i said like a uh, iphone sized pocket uh for your phone for your money for what have you and then it's the plate on the top and i'm just you know i could turn it upside down hypothetically the food would spill but you know the plate the plate's not going anywhere and so you have to sort of... I, uh, and actually that brings up a good question. Is there maybe some sort of anti accidentally turning your hand over to protect the food, you know? Almost like it like closes... What do you need to protect the food hand- from, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> no, from falling to the floor, Dave. Yeah, I understand oh, what you see, meant, like Jeff. Like it seals? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, kind of like almost, a Venus Almost how like, uh, how, like, baby's eyes on the baby dolls, they, like, kind of close mm-hmm. when you put them down to sleep, you know? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Baby doll tech. I like that, Jeff. I like that a lot. We, I would really like to partner with you on that and look into something. I like you a lot. Thanks, Jeff. I like you, too. I, uh, mm-hmm. I think this is... <laughs> Dave, how come you never do the kissy thing back with me, either? I think we all need to be a little mm-hmm. sweeter on this podcast, okay? I'm not sweet. I'm sour. I like money and power. Cold showers and blathers. Ew. Big beats and family <laughs> matters. Urkel, Ooh. Urkel. Stefan mm. Stevon. So if you guys are ready, I will uh send this around the horn. If you unless you have any more questions. I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um does it does it have the uh the safe uh twist top that we were just talking about? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that would uh that would be great. That could be somehow like connected to the bowl. Like maybe it always is kind of a bowl and it kind of has a top that opens and closes. And and what about uh maybe like a a, a translucent screen so you can still see the text messages you get, you know? Interesting. Like the bottom is like a clear a clearish rubber, yeah, or like there's like a po- a window in the for the phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like uh, when you put your phone in maybe like a runner's like armband, so you can look at your phone like, through your plate, through the plate though, or on your palm. Oh, I thought that's what you're saying. That like, because if okay, so imagine I have my phone. Oh, but that wouldn't work. What am I saying? Because the phone's on the other yeah, side of the phone. You can't do anything with the phone. Actually, the whole idea is turning me off a bit in terms of the, <laughs> the tackiness of it. Uh, coming to a party with this on. How are you gonna? <laughs> how are you gonna store it back up if it's David, got all this you're so food mean. on you? You've had, you yeah. okay? So you, you had an idea that was drinking you your own to, shit. I didn't. Anna, it was after it was. Um, what uh, was that idea? The David. The David, but that was uh, after it was filtered many times. Actually, <laughs> three times if you. Will David? But well, David is beloved, actually. Yeah, and I believe firmly that the plate glove, gl- the bowl plate glove, is going to be uh, a with beloved. a winning name like that. How could it not take <laughs> off? Uh, what about the glove? The glove. What is it called? The glove. About the keep B- it at home. B B L O V E. Glove. Glove. I love it. A, I love it. <laughs> a bowl glove. Yeah, I, I see. It just to me, it, it, <laughs> do you expect there to be parties that you go to where food served and they don't have utensils? Or David, that's not. Do you imagine not you're to my pitch? eating during the entirety of the party? Or, <laughs> Uh, is there any David. point? No, it's just, yeah, you know, if you have a drink, your phone, and a plate of food, Dave, something's got to give. Exactly. 
Well, you can't even have a, a drink and a plate of food without the phone if you want to eat. What do you mean you can't have it without the phone? Because you need the one hand for the plate and, and one hand for the, the fork. Well, you can Say let that go of the you fork at any time. You need one hand for the plate and one hand for the fork. You can let go. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a, a little kind of like, you know, like the catering plates, how they have the main dish and two sides. Maybe part of the plate slash bowl is in a, a little drink holder. Ooh, well, Jeff. No, well, that's interesting, Jeff. Uh, but now I'm worrying about the weight on each hand, uh, specifically well, the I mean, glove hand. Of course. It's of not course. too much weight. Be like waitress uh, With a hold. drink holding it up. Now you got the phone in the pocket. I don't know. Risk of too spillage. Too much weight, though. You're, you're already doing that in, in traditional standards. Exactly. You know? You're already holding it. So Yeah, I mean, there's something there. I definitely think it could use a couple pivots to get me in as a customer David, and an investor. be a yes man. I'm not a yes man. I'm a leader, and a leader needs to know when to say no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, what about you, Jeff? Can I count uh, on I you? I love the idea, babe. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> babe. Uh, kind of ask for a better sister-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for taking care of my bro during these trying times. I mean, as a customer, investor, and brother-in-law. Aww. Aww. And we'll be right back after these messages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we're back. Do you guys smell that? Catch of the day. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. It's the catch of the day. The catch of the day is, of course, the part of the show where we like to salute people out there in the <laughs> real world um, scheming and dreaming uh, so you can get an idea of how to do it. Anna, I'll let you take the floor. All right, Dave. Well, uh, this week we have uh, this uh, wonderful catch. Uh, the headline is, This Australian bartender found an ATM glitch and blew $1.6 million. Dan Saunders is, well, we're about to find out. He 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 took advantage of a glitch and he and he really scammed the fat cats at the bank. Uh Dan Saunders was out drinking in his hometown when he stumbled upon a bank glitch that briefly made him rich. He left the bar to get cash and discovered an ATM that was allowing him to withdraw way beyond his balance. And after a bit of trial and error, the 29-year-old realized he'd found a loophole and ran with it. In a bender that lasted some five months, Dan managed to spend around $1.6 of the bank's money. He threw lavish parties, chartered private jets, and paid off his friend's university fees until, unsurprisingly, the police caught up with him. You're lying if you say you wouldn't do the same. He's a legend. Yeah, that is legendary. Right? Yes. Uh, that's that's Hall of Fame level right there. It is Hall of Fame yeah. level. Boys, student debts and all that. Like also, I think it's like not really a crime to be honest. That's like Yeah, if the you know, Fed is given four trillion dollars at the, to at the, at the gross 
at the grocery store though, like the pineapple is supposed to be like three dollars, and they charge you. It's like marked as like a dollar. Yeah, like that. That's like their fault. You exactly. Know? I I agree. I think if the bank makes a mistake, like it's their mistake. Like, what do they expect people to just? You have to like go by the honor code. Like, if the money ends up in your account. Yeah, and so I wonder. He must have. I wonder what he was taking it because ATMs have. I wonder what the glitch was. Does it get into if he could take over like, you know, 2,500 out of the ATM? Because a lot of them have limits, you know? Uh, it doesn't say unless, Dave, are you looking it up? Yeah. Uh, he was essentially taking like uh, two grand out at a time. Uh, and I guess like the the um, ATMs would go offline between like one and three in the morning. So uh during that window he was able to wreak a bit of havoc so to say damn what do you mean go offline uh, something where there would be like a lag between the money leaving his account and uh uh him taking it out and i think he would replace it somehow and there was some glitch that allowed him to do it um what oh he would put money back in that's interesting yeah um so it's a little confusing uh but apparently we'll post a link on the news yeah for sure uh yeah so let's clap it out from dan from australia i actually think he ended up turning himself in uh so it'd be interesting to see how long he could have gone uh you know without telling anyone yeah fantastic folks this brings me to what a lot of people consider to be their favorite part of the show it's time for the nation to run the segment of the show where members from the Twinovation Nation out there will email us at ideas at twinovation.biz, uh, DM us or write on our social medias, Twinovation Pod most places, Twinovation Podcast other places. Or of course, and uh, obviously the Discord is the well Discord is of course yes, yeah, so, uh, and I'm back, and we're actually going to post a link to that, and we're going to add on to the mailing list on the newsletter. Fantastico, uh, and we always before uh, prefer hearing your guys' lovely voices, so we'd love for you to call in at the Twin of Voicemail number, which is one six four six nine two six ten ninety two. Awesome. Uh, we love hearing from you all in the nation, so please give us a ring. First up is, you guessed it, Matt from Connecticut. Matt, are you there with us? Hey, everyone. Um, this is Matt calling in from Connecticut. Uh, you know, love the show. Been listening since probably day two. Anyway, here's my here's my pitch. So this is a tried and true scheme, and, you know, we're kind of sticking it to the fat cap, but still being a bit respectful, you know? So the idea is, you know, all these bed in a box companies, Casper, Nectar, whatever, they all offer the 180, 365 day um, window to try out the mattress. And if you don't like it, then they give you your money back. Um, and I actually did this in college. I, I got a mattress, <laughs> I tried it out and truth be told, I didn't like it. So I went through the process and I jumped through their hoops and basically, they just told me, okay, give it away. Give it to someone who's in need. <laughs> so I was like, all right. My roommate, he's in need. So I gave it to him. Um, and all you all I had to do is write out this little piece of paper that said I did that. So, you know, here's a little the mattress for free for a year. Then you get your money back. And you get to kind of keep the mattress. Take care. Woo! 
fantastic all around. Uh, you get a free mattress for six months or a year. Uh, you, you say you don't like it. Uh, you get your money back and you also get a free mattress to give away or to keep to yourself. Of course, don't use these with the sponsors that Twinovation usually has in the mattress market. Uh, but uh, that's always a fantastic scheme from the nation. Uh, and it actually reminds me of your uh, classic uh, uh, glass table scheme. It does, Jeffrey. Sometimes uh, you got to realize the cost of these companies uh, getting people out there to box and chip their stuff back to the course, warehouse. It, it, sometimes it outweighs the price of the product itself, and they'll just you'll end up with two, or at the very least, one and a half. Of, of the, course, the because uh, mattresses. Um, I actually, have a little inside information on, on something like this. I know a, a guy who knows a guy who works at one of these these warehouses. And, you know, with the ones that they do take returns on, you know, after like a week, probably, you know, in in some places they do pick it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of like uh, have an aftermarket for the mattresses where they sell it to friends of friends for a fraction of the cost. That makes sense. Uh, because, of course, you can't sell used mattresses uh to customers online you know no one's really no one's in that market fantastic thank you we love hearing from connecticut especially that area code is 203 and we always (laughs) be repping the 203 uh next in we have a wonderful caller from anna you guessed it bergenfeld county which is where we currently are wait Uh, hey guys it's ao from bergenfield allow me to pose a question bergenfield What's the worst part about quarantine? Everything. That's right. It's being unable to receive a haircut. This COVID-19 crisis has revealed the most unstable weakness of our dying late-stage capitalist system. You can't get a cut. And now that gangly, unkept mane you call a hairdo is stuck, clutching to your unforgiving scalp, with no amount of creams or gels able to remedy it. No more, I say. No more which is why I introduced to you the perfect service to aid you and your hair in these uncertain times. Hazmat, the barber on the go. With the Hazmat app, you simply order a barber to your location, and we show up in our specially decked out Hazmat van. Pop open the back and all the necessary equipment, chairs, razors, etc. are all right there, so there's no need for us to set up shop in your house. And as the name suggests, all of our barbers are fitted with Hazmat suits and have been specially trained to cut mm-hmm. hair while donning various protective masks and equipment, keeping you insulated and safe from would-be silent carriers or them safe if you're a carrier yourself. There's also another feature in the app called Salon the Go, possibly a better name, which is our band centered more around women's hair care and beautifying, but can of course be used by any gender, specializing in manicures and pedicures, things of that nature, all in the comfort of the inside of our van. Wonderful. Uh, the app will cost 99 cents to download with haircuts and styles following your standard haircut and grooming prices. On top of this, a percentage of the earnings from the app will go towards helping local barbershops and hairdressers that have been affected by the crisis. So it also serves as a great way to give back to local communities and small businesses. So let me know what you think about Hazmat or Salon the Go. Uh, stay scheming and stay dreaming. Wonderful. Uh, You can't forget to keep up those cuts so that you're presentable to your uh, Zoom colleagues, your friends and your family and your FaceTimes. Um, 
we all deserve a good cut every now and then. Uh, I'm tired of seeing all these hippies with their long hair and their mangled necks. David, shut up. Uh, clean, clean up yourself. Clean up the cuts. Don't say that shit. My brother has long huh? hair. And his long hair is uh, luxurious. You it's just said luscious. the other day you wish you could have long hair like that. No. Yeah, if it's kept well, well on a... Jesus. Right. Well, it's it's almost like you know, split ends got to go, and you know, cut cut to grow. You pitched you a wig so that you could have long hair. Uh, and I but like Dave, long I'll hair. say you, you got the curly cues going on these he days. Does. Uh, usually he looks so? And cute. I don't know what's that from less stress, less sweating, or more sweating even. Uh, so um, I've worked a little bit. Of all three. So I have to stop shampooing for the curly cues to come out. I also have to stop drying. Well, see, Dave, I, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, you stop towel drying, but you can still shampoo. Poo conditioner is what's going to make it a little a little more silkier, obviously. But if you shampoo and do that naturally, what if it's a two in one? Yeah, that's the problem. My head and shoulders is a shampoo and a conditioner. Right. Then I think you want to use another conditioner, maybe Anna's conditioner after that. Yeah. And then let it naturally dry, I think is your best bet. Thanks. Um, and maybe I can sort of give a before and after picture in the newsletter. Um, <laughs> thank you. I would love Thank that. you, everyone, for calling in. This has been a super wonderful episode. Yay. Uh, we are also positive here. Uh, we like to talk about life, liberty, uh, the pursuit of happiness, and that all comes together um, <laughs> through the American dream <laughs> uh, of innovation, uh, capitalism, uh, and of course, um, scaling and dominating sort of industries in a monopolistic fashion <laughs> to the point where people don't become people, they become more of robots to us where we don't yes. care about their and they become products they, they become the products that we're trying to sell um they're and i think everyone speaking of that dave sorry to cut you <laughs> off again but all the more reason um to tune into buying time there on the Patreon. yeah we'd love to have you uh we, we actually got a, a little bit of a surge of new patreon listeners and subscribers um so check that out we got all the and anyone out there who uh who bought something off of the Shopify. We've seen some Shopify sales. Uh, you know, you're, <laughs> you're in our thoughts and prayers in our thoughts and prayers, but it's the shipping is going to take a little no, uh, longer than expected. <laughs> and that'll happen sometimes during these trying times. Uh, Guys, support Indeed. the show any way you can. Jump on the Discord. Check out the Slop Shop. We need you more than ever. We're growing faster than ever. We're trying to put an infrastructure in place here to get our SAC Labs maternity and paternity leave as employees <laughs> as they deserve. Um, and, and SAC Labs East is not willing to do uh, neither of those things at, at this point in time, but West does dictate what goes uh, yep. on. Um, Jeff, so uh, I enjoy seeing you. I, I enjoy talking to the nation. Um, and as always, I, I guess stay, stay scheming, scheming and, and stay, stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, mixing more pearls. Now an open screw, saw the day with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.